Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, everyone. This is Willie Crawford, and I'd like to welcome you to another episode of The Business of Internet Marketing. Today, our show is going to focus on affiliate marketing and how you can be a more effective affiliate marketer. Um, my guest is going to be John Barker, who's known to many online as X. Uh, for those of you who don't know John, his background is uh, John Barker's been up, has 16 years in the online marketing world, and his specialty is helping serious affiliates produce bigger results. He's the author of over a dozen internet marketing how-to products, including Affiliate Black Book 3.0. Go sign up for his sales doubling tips at affiliateblackbook.com. John, welcome to the show. Hey, it's great to be here, Willie. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad that you could uh, take time out of your busy day to join us. Uh, I've read uh, Affiliate Black Book 3.0 seven times now, and it really opened my eyes and gave me some new tactics that will make a huge difference and make me a, a more effective affiliate marketer. So I, I'm looking forward to using it myself. And, you know, over the years, um, Google's been hard on affiliates. Uh, do you personally believe it's true that Google hates affiliates? Uh, no, no, I don't believe that to be true at all, Willie. And, you know, there have been times I've certainly thought that it was against my better judgment to continue with that track. But, um, you know, I believe that that what Google hates, uh, if if we want to use that word, is a specific marketing approach. And so... Um, you know, with 16 years of experience, I, I'm on both sides of the track here as an affiliate as well as selling my own products and services. And I've noticed that just as many um, merchants have had trouble, you know, people selling their own products have had trouble uh, with Google as affiliates have had. And so, you know, I've been in a position where I've been able to um, to examine literally hundreds of campaigns that other people are doing uh, landing page approaches, you know, their ads and whatnot. And, and of course, at the moment, I'm speaking to the paid side of, of uh, Google. And, right. you know, I've identified common denominators, the things that, that Google doesn't like. And so, you know, that presents an opportunity um, as much as it creates problems for affiliates. And, um, you know, I think that's the thing over the years. I, early on, I developed the mindset, you know, Google – has a, a history of responding to what's going on in the market, you know, because of the the shortcut type approaches that affiliates have historically taken, and really that's that's the problem. And I I think that the you know the issue became so great with Google that um, certainly you know affiliates became targeted because they were most guilty of of these approaches. But I think that if you you really look at it, you know, it's just anybody who who's you know sending traffic to a hyped up page, making claims that are not easily substantiated. You know, um, that's the real issue. And so, it really is a great opportunity if if you know what it is that they want, and you, and you just keep yourself out of bad bad neighborhoods, so to speak. So, okay. yeah. 
but but Google's yeah. really in business to make the most money for Google, though, isn't it? I mean, it's shareholders. I mean, that's the bottom line. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, I I think too many of us we we kind of we get so accustomed to using a service that we we believe that it's just a part of the public domain and that they owe us something. You know, you you see very much the same attitude with Facebook. You know, but uh, you know that's Facebook owns that website just the same as any of the rest of us and. Um, you know, I, I certainly would have issues if people came to my website personally and started, you know, uh, posting low-quality content or offensive content or, or whatever. So, you know, they, they certainly have a right to provide the best, you know, possible experience for their users. And, and again, I think that creates an opportunity for people who are willing to, you know, embrace that and do the work and, and actually create value for people. Yeah, when I watch these pendulum swinging all over the place, I sort of sense that, you know, Google and Facebook, they'd like to play up to the bigger spenders because they have more money, and uh, so they may tend to appear to show favoritism towards large corporate accounts and things like that because they make more money from them, so that sort of makes sense, too. Yeah. Well, you know, I think that that's true, but I think as well, um, you know, uh, if, if you really look at, let's take Amazon, for example, you know, uh, if if you go to Amazon, they're not using long-form sales pitches. They're not making unsubstantiated claims. They, uh, whether you, you know, choose to buy a product or service, I mean, I go to Amazon quite often just to read the reviews. You know, they're, the people leaving the reviews um, generally don't have um, – generally don't have, uh, you know, some ulterior motive for leaving a good review or a bad review. Um, But I'll read those, and and I may go to the local Walmart or, you know, local store and end up making my purchase. But, um, you know, it's really just all about a very different approach than what uh, most Internet marketers, you know, have taken over the years, and particularly affiliates where, Affiliate marketing has has always been sold as a way to make a quick buck without doing a whole lot, you know, and that yeah, really is the problem. Yeah, but um, yeah, but but I'm sorry, I kind of got off point there. You know, it was the big spenders. Um, you know, I've certainly seen a lot of people who consider themselves to be big spenders who've lost their AdWords accounts as well. And uh, again, I think it's just really, you know, ultimately the approach. I mean, I. I it's it's kind of like people focus on big business and the money that big business makes, and yet you know small business um, is a very significant portion of of the economy. You know, and and so all of these small operators, if they would just do things right, um, you know, they're only going to add to Google's bottom line because there are a lot of places that I do searches and there are, there are no advertisements whatsoever. Okay, so, and, and so yeah, uh, you know. What can affiliates do then to to fit in to to appease Google and uh, and other high quality traffic sources? Well, I think that it really starts Willie with losing the men mentality, you know, of being an affiliate. And uh, you know, and and when I think of that, you know, we we kind of you know what was it way back in two thousand. Um, uh, you know, the idea of pre-selling was introduced, right? 
And right. so it's it's kind of over the years it's been, you know, that started out as probably a, a good effective strategy, but over the years it kind of degraded. And we ended up with these review sites that, um, you know, they were completely bogus. And, right. You know, and, and not helpful to people and not honest, and the only reason that they existed was to sell a product. Um, and so, you know, if affiliates, if we if we actually step back, um, I've got some I've got some great examples that I can't share on the call. But you know, right. for example, once upon a time, um, we saw a, a late night infomercial with Montel Williams, and he was selling. Uh, this blender, and we got all excited about buying a blender and and making this change in our diet, right? So we got online and we started doing research on on this blender, and I came across this review site that just they just did a fantastic job. I mean, this guy had bought this blender, and then he bought this Vitamix blender, which is what we ultimately purchased, and he took pictures right. of like every part and put them side by side, and there was like no question in our mind after reading his review which was you know probably 30 pages long and and probably contained 50 pictures uh which of these products was the better product and ultimately we ended up spending you know $200 more to buy the Vitamix blender and so to me that was extremely useful um you know that that is how people want to do a comparison review and, um, you know, there are so many creative ways that we can go about it. For example, uh, another good example, I, we had, um, and <laughs> I hope this is okay to share, but we had, uh, you know, rented an Amazon video online, right? Or actually we had purchased it. We had purchased an Amazon video online. Um, but, you know, that ties you to your computer. And I wanted to know how can I, I rip this video onto a DVD so that we could watch it in our minivan, you know, which has a DVD player for the kids. And right. I did a search for that, and I come across this page for this software, and, you know, it was literally a, a step-by-step, here's how to do it, you know, with our software. Um, then at the end is a sales pitch. And I was like, you know, that – that has value. You've you've just showed me how to do something, and and I completely understand how this product is going to work for me, um, as opposed to you know just just a bogus review. And so I think when affiliates start to think um, from a different perspective, you know, instead of how can I pay five dollars or less for for a generic article um, that I could find any place. And then put some banner ads or some, you know, AdSense ads on the page. Um, they might make a little bit of money, but in all honesty, they have no idea how much money they're losing, how much money they could be making by, right. how much you know, really money? tearing the product apart and and sharing, you know, something of value with people. You know, and, and so. having been affiliate, having taught a lot of students, I, I know, and you and Ninety-five percent of affiliates, or probably ninety-eight percent, don't make any money at all. Really, uh, why do you think that is? Well, you know, um, again, Willie, I, I've uh, you know I've had the unique experience of being an affiliate, and then I became an affiliate manager, and then I've sold products. And um, you know, the real turning point for me was being an affiliate manager. And we, I worked for a company that uh, we ran our program. Our tracking platform was through Commission Junction, 
you know, which if, if people aren't familiar is one of the biggest tra uh, tracking platforms out there, affiliate networks out there. And, um, you know, we would probably have eight to ten affiliates every day uh, applying to our program at that point in time. And I would click on these links and some of these websites, you know, they were just terrible. And then you would see other websites and they, they were beautiful. You know, they had flash and, you know, beautiful images and really state of the art. And then there were right. other websites that you would, you would kind of just call plain Jane ugly websites. Well, I would get excited about these fancy websites and approve these guys, but I found they never, and when I say never, I mean ever sold anything. It was the Plain Jane websites that had a lot of good quality writing on it. And so, you know, when people say content is king, once again, we're going back to how can I get a $5 article and maybe spin, a, you know, 100 versions of it. That's not quality right. content. That's not content is king. You know, we're, we're talking about, you know, the, the people who were successful, they really shared good stuff. They really, um, you know, we talk about developing a relationship, it, it's kind of like this. You're sharing, you're sharing good quality content. You're not just uh, having somebody write a, a generic $5 article on affiliate marketing. You know, you're going to somebody who, who has a lot of experience and who's done it. And, uh, and that's what we should all be striving to do. And if we're not that excited about what we're selling or we don't see enough profit potential there, for what we're selling, then then we probably either need to find a way to get better numbers out of that, or find something that we actually are passionate about doing and and uh, would would love to be doing. So, yeah. So I, I think that's um, you know the biggest issue why people aren't making money. Most people aren't making money. It it really is not a passive thing as an affiliate. It's a very active thing, and um, there there really is a huge potential. And if you consider that you know in a lot of markets you're being paid 50% and more um you know your your job it, it really is a job is is to actively sell it you know i don't look at it from a perspective of it's the merchant's job to sell it you know it's my job to close the deal and when i i take that mindset into it i'm successful and and when i'm more passive i'm not so yeah. Okay, and, and, and I, I picked yeah. up that uh, in reading uh, Affiliate Black book that you know you, you keep emphasizing that it's a business and you need to treat it like a business. Yeah, you know, um, one other thing I'd like to share, I, I think it, it was critical. I mean, of course, when I started as an affiliate marketer, um, I adapted this pre-selling model and, you know, gave away, uh, you know, I gave away a lot of good content and whatnot, but, but I just had my little click you know, on this link uh, type thing at the end of the article and some banner ads, and I wasn't successful. And the real shift for me, I think, Willie, was, um, you know, when I left my last job, um, I became a, I guess what you would call a consultant, right? And right. I was frustrated. I was, I was just so frustrated with giving people what I felt was good advice and they wouldn't listen to it. So I had one guy, for example, he didn't want an opt-in form on his homepage, which I thought was a huge mistake. You know, I was like, it's, it's all about building the list, but he didn't buy that. And then I said, you know, we need to focus on one product. And he had, you know, probably 20 products. And he was like, no, right. they're, they're all important. They all need to be sold. So 
I was like, fine. Uh, one day I had the, in- the inspiration, you know, when I came across um, our favorite tool there, Affiliate Cloner. Um, and uh, I had this inspiration. I was just like, you know, with this tool will allow me to build my own website. Um, I will do exactly what I, I'm advising this guy to do, only it will, I will direct the traffic to my site instead of his, you know. And right. um, and so, you know, a year later, I had built a list of 10,000 people, um, all based upon running ads for people searching specifically for his product. And so uh, they would come to my website, and I built that list and, um, you know, outsold all of his other affiliates combined. Um, and, and then learned as well a harsh lesson, you know, to, to, to keep your mouth quiet, you know, because once he right. learned that I had built a list of 10,000, then all of a sudden he was very interested, you know, um, and felt, in fact, that that list should be his. But um, but anyway, you know, that that's something different there. But really, I, I think the key point is I adapted a consultant uh, mindset, um, you know, a, a consultant affiliate mindset instead of being paid a monthly check as a, as a consultant and and uh, dealing with the headaches and, you know, the endless, I don't like this color and I don't like this copy and I don't want to do things this way. Um, I took complete control over the process and and once it was all set up, I got paid every month um, just for, for tweaking things and monitoring campaigns as opposed to uh, dealing with a client. So... Yeah, that, that was really sounds critical. Like you, sounds like you, you a, a success, successful affiliate, basically uh, identifies uh, how, how to step in front of the customer when they're ready to buy. Uh, you, uh, I guess that's in, just looking at the traffic. You, you want to find the traffic that's ready to buy and step in front of the right people. Yes, exactly, Willie. You know, uh, that, that's another big mistake that I think people make is um, assuming that all traffic is created equal, and and it's really not. I mean, we certainly can can come, uh, you know, um, use the 80-20, um, you know, methodology there. So 80% all of right. your money is that you make is going to come from 20% of that traffic. And I think you can even, you know, 80-20 that again. So 96% of what you'll make is going to come from 4% of the traffic. And it's really, you know, quite predictable uh, what that traffic is. So, uh, you know, and again, that was just years of testing. You know, it became pretty obvious. It was like these keyword phrases um, always make money. And these keyword phrases right here tend to break even in these keyword phrases over here always lose money, um, at least on the front end. And I'm not personally, you know, most of us don't really have a, I mean, I started out with a monthly budget of $50 for paid traffic. Um, So I didn't have any money to waste. On a typical month, you know, for that first year, I probably spent somewhere between $35 to $40 of that budget. And, you know, uh, made at that time eight to ten times what I was spending in commissions. So uh, if you get it right, now I want to say that's not going to happen in every place, you know, but if you get it right, you can spend $35 and and make $200 to $400 in commissions on that. And, um, you know, of course, then I I just reinvested that and bought more traffic and, and grew faster. So... 
Um, yeah, that's so it doesn't take a ton of money. Yeah, yeah, and really, really monitoring your numbers, though, and you're testing and tracking. Yeah, of course, you know that that's really critical. But I would also stress, you know, with that, um, you know, keeping a, a real tight focus on the keywords that you're doing, it's much more manageable, particularly when starting out. You know, I. I think um, a lot of new marketers, it's like, wow, you know, this this search phrase gets a hundred thousand per month, you know, and uh, you know, Google's recommending that here are five hundred more terms, you know, that I could get into the mix yeah. here. Um, but that's impossible to track. Uh, it, it's not impossible, but for one person, um, that that's hard to keep track of. And so, you know, for most people, I would recommend that you're really starting out with five to ten keyword phrases that you use to advertise a product. And then when you're successful there, when you when the, the can't-miss traffic is converting, then you move on to, to growing it. But until you know that the can't-miss traffic is converting, um, you, you definitely shouldn't be putting money into the, you know, maybe I hope so because it's cheap traffic <laughs> or, or cheaper. That's, that's excellent. So. excellent advice. Let's... If we can get get back to, uh, it seems to me like the uh, there's like a love hate relationship between uh, affiliate program operators and affiliates. Like the mm-hmm. operators uh, at times act like they don't really want the affiliates, but they know they need them. And so I know uh, at times I've seen affiliate program operators, you know, steal affiliates campaigns and then you know get rid of them. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, is there really a love-hate right. relationship there? Yes, I, I think that definitely exists, and I think that affiliates need to take precautions. And again, you know, it's, um, you know, I don't know. I, I mean, we've all flown in an airplane, and there's always a chance that, you know, that could not end well for us, and yet... Right. You know, we, we take precautions, and the industry takes precautions to minimize that. And so I think as affiliates as well, you know, we just need to go in with eyes wide open, um, know what's going on. You know, people change. I've had great relationships with people, sold a lot of their products, and I hear this story a lot. And then all of a sudden, you know, um, you know, it it's... It's human nature, I think, unfortunately, that people can become greedy, that we can take each other for granted at times. And, right. um, you know, I would I would hope that it, it's a relatively small percentage of people that, you know, willfully cheat their affiliates, um, but we, we should be aware of that. You know, we should cover our tracks as best as possible. Um, you know, if you're only focused in building your business is really being a traffic conduit, you know, somebody comes to your site and then you immediately send them off, you're not building um, an asset, and that asset, you know, should either be an email list and or retargeting lists, you know, so that even if the program went under, which happens, um, you know, you have something um, to do. And my approach over the years has been to build that list and then if it's warranted introduce my own product you know and in which case it's much easier to launch a product when you already have a list of people who are interested 
and you have a relationship with them. So, um, you know, there there are just so many ways that people could creatively think of affiliate marketing to leverage it. And to go back to this, you know, um, you know, this idea that there is a conspiracy, um, let me point out some things that I think everybody should know. Okay, so as an affiliate manager, uh, back when with that commission junction program, I was paid a commission on all affiliate sales. So it was to my benefit to ensure that as many affiliate sales were tracked correctly as possible. All right, I had a vested interest in my affiliates producing results. And okay. so, um, and so, what would happen was with that company, usually people would request a you know a free plus shipping type package. We would send that out to them, and it would have an affiliate code on it. Now, number one, um, the company—I'm not saying this is right—but the company that I worked for, we favored our joint venture partners over affiliates. Okay. Right. So if there was any question whether an affiliate should get the commission or the joint venture partner, the joint venture partner always got the commission. Okay. So that was one. Okay. Um, two, I found that the system failed to to appropriately track it 25% of the time. So we would have it in our system. Um, you know, the free package would be you know credited to an affiliate, and therefore, when they bought the the two hundred dollar product, they should be credited as well. Twenty five percent of those failed for some reason. Um, maybe people phoned the order in and and it wasn't taken correctly. Maybe they ordered from a different computer or whatever. Okay, and then later, Willie, you know, I uh, when I released the AdWords Black Book, I didn't have a list at all. So 100% of my sales should have been credited to affiliates. Um, in reality, only 65% of them were, meaning okay. one in every three affiliate commissions that w- was rightfully earned was not tracked and credited. So, you know, seeing these things, um, I'm like, wow, you know, we affiliates need to really work at consistently cooking people and you know i will say i i feel you know um i don't feel guilty you know at at cooking more people that i feel legitimately i've i've played a role in um you know uh selling to okay right and so you know if somebody clicks on my ad and comes to my website and because of what i wrote on the page i've convinced them to buy some percentage of those people will click my affiliate link, but you know, some percentage of those people are just going to hit the back button and go buy it, right? Um, right. Or they're going to phone in the order, or or what have you. And so it, it's just it's a big gap in the system. And I think now that people are using handheld devices and laptops, and you know, in our home we have you know we have at least seven different electronic devices that that we could place an order on and because we're all kind of sharing devices and whatnot um you know that's a problem and so um so affiliates need to be aware of that and if i'm building a list and i'm you know sending out an email you know that's promoting a product i'm not just waiting for counting on that first maybe click you know, on a link it's it's over and over and over that i want to cookie people and that's how i use the the soda popper, soda popper software, you know, to ensure that okay. that's happening. 
because I think that's right. fair, you know. Um, as well, uh, we see a lot of people nowadays that sell a front-end product through JVZoo or Warrior Plus for $7. Right. And that gets you into somebody's system, but then their big ticket's being sold through Infusionsoft, right, or or right. some other, you know, system. Um, again, you know, uh, I personally feel like I've played a part in that, um, and I deserve, you know, uh, some part of that. You know, most affiliates deserve to be a part of that back end. And so, again, that's, that's how I use that software to ensure that um, – that I'm being cookied for, you know, for both levels there. Um, and, and so and the affiliate black book uh, basically teaches people how to uh, ensure that, first of all, they're not ripped off, that, they, that you get credit for what you did for your work. You know, that you right. probably paid for what you earned. Right. Right. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, and and I also want to be very clear. You know, I, I've taken some things, some approaches, some tactics that people would possibly consider to be black hat, um, but I'm not frauding anybody. That, you know, that is not my intent at all. I, I do not um, feel that, you know, I should get credit for something that I have not made a serious effort to sell. I don't think anybody should, and I don't think that that should be the right. approach. That's that's not the point of it, you know. But you can see on both sides of this, one side has has a whole has all of the power, you know. They ultimately benefit from all of the traffic that I'm sending to them. Uh, most of us are not being paid if if we're building somebody's list, uh, you know, in the process. And uh, I think that we should. I think that that's fair. Yeah, I mean, and, uh, the money keeps saying the money's in the back end, and that's why we see affiliate programs that even, will even pay 100% commission on the front end because, you know, that's what they're after is, is the traffic. Uh, we're coming right. up in about a half an hour. I, I did want okay. to touch on one other point, though, and that is that uh, the affiliate marketing game itself uh, can be pretty cutthroat between affiliates, mm -hmm. and so, you know, it's not uncommon for affiliates to figure out ways to hijack other affiliate sales. So that's another area you want to be aware of. What are your, your thoughts on that? Well, I think it's really important. Yeah, Willie, I, I think it's really important, you know, again, if there is no emotional connection be, between myself and my audience, um, you know, some people are just going to go for the best deal, you know, and, uh, you know, there are a lot of ways what you're suggesting here could happen, but most of the time people are looking for the best deal. And, um, you know, but we shouldn't discount our relationship that we have to offer with people um, in that. And I think that there's a tremendous difference between people who are buyers and people who are customers, okay? So you and I can go to Amazon and we can buy tons of products available from tons of different people, okay? So half of the stuff on Amazon is actually sold by Amazon, but the other half is anybody who has something to sell. Um, Amazon, though, is the market. I'm Amazon's right. customer. I would never do business probably with, with most of these people if they weren't in Amazon's market because I trust Amazon will stand behind the transaction and take care of me. And, you know, that's the mentality that we need to have as, a, as an affiliate. Um, you know, um, just recently, 
uh, in one of my products, I, I mentioned somebody else's product that I like, and a customer went and purchased the product but didn't receive it. And they contacted their help desk a number of times, and they're not getting a response. And it, it, what makes this even more interesting, Willie, is this person bought the affiliate black book and refunded, okay? And then he okay. buys this product, and he's writing to us saying, hey, I bought this product that you recommended, and I can't get it, and the author won't respond. Well, we said, you know, uh, you can either ask for a refund or I will send you a copy of it. You know, just show us your receipt, and, and right. that's good. You paid for it. You deserve your product. Um, and so he was so impressed that he was like, you know what, you've won me back as a customer, and he came back and he bought the affiliate black book again, he, you know. And, and yeah. I think that that's how we should treat people. Um, again, I'm not giving somebody else's product away, but this poor guy, you know, he, he wants something that he paid for. And now he knows we are going to take care of him. And ultimately, we won him back as a customer because of that. So um, th- this is how we should you. think. He bought because he trusted you just like people buy products on Amazon from not that aren't owned by Amazon because they trust Amazon. Um, and that makes perfect sense. We we have right. uh, taken up about an hour. And, I mean, sorry, sorry, about uh, 35 minutes. Uh, and I, I did want to uh, go ahead and wrap up so that I can get ready for the next uh, segment. Um, but what I, I wanted to encourage people to go ahead and check out the Affiliate Black Book, which is uh, your, your product that I've actually enjoyed so much. I, I printed it out. I've read it two times, and it's like a reference book for me. It's sitting on my shelf right now. Uh, and I even wanted to go as far as to uh, reward people who uh, check it out. And uh, I, I'm a consultant with about 20 years of experience in uh, coming up on 20 years marketing experience. So I want to offer people uh, a free consultation if they buy through the referral link that I give them, which is uh, my name, com, and then forward slash ABB, which stands for Affiliate Black Book. So all lowercase, com forward slash Affiliate Black Book. Go check it out, and if you end up getting it through my link, I'll be notified, and I'll give you a um, one-hour consultation where you can call me or meet me at a conference or whatever any time in the next two years. What I'll do is I'll give you a certificate uh, that, that's signed, and you can use it any time. So I, don't, I won't put a time restriction on you because if you purchase the product, I want you to use it, and I want you to get results. So I, I care about my customers that much that I'll you know, give them an hour of my time, and we can discuss affiliate marketing and make sure that they uh, – clarify things in their minds that they maybe are confused about. So that that's my uh, encouragement for them to go ahead and check out Affiliate Black Book. Uh, I do want well, to thank you for joining us. I, I want to see if you had any other thoughts you wanted to share with our listeners before we wrap things up. Well, I, I first I want to thank you. That's an amazing offer to your customers, and I really appreciate that support as well, Willie. And, uh, you know, sometimes I'd love to share the story of uh, that, that conference back in 2004, the first internet marketing conference that I ever attended, uh, was by you know your invitation there in Destin, Florida, and it was such a um, you know a, a critical like life changing experience. It's just an awesome story. But uh, Willie, I I really appreciate your support and your friendship over the years, and I I greatly appreciate this opportunity to uh, share with your your listeners you know a bit about uh, what I do, and I I hope 
you know, this advice is helpful to them and that they actually uh, think about these things and, and put them into play uh, to their success. So thank you. Yeah, you, you, you've offered, uh, you know, advice based on 16 years of practical experience, and I, I do the same thing, and so I, I was looking forward to uh, having you offer some affiliate marketing advice to uh, to my audience. And so uh, I thank you, and I, I need to get you back on the show again sometime. Anytime. Thank you. I'd love to do it. Thank you, Willie. Sure. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.